0: Hey, before we get started, I just want to remind everyone to, if you haven't already, fill out the end-of-season survey, which you can find in the description for this episode. Now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to the Alternate History class. My name's Andrew and here we explore Alternate History through the lens of a history class from another time. Frame. Last time, we looked at the end of the reign of Napoleon III. This week, we look at the reign of his son, Eugene. now let's discuss reign of eugene the first now as we mentioned last time he is the son and matter of fact the only son of napoleon the third now this made him the heir to the throne With ease, and after the debacle that was the Franco-Prussian War, he had a strong desire to restore the name of his dynasty, particularly on the battlefield. Now, make note of that, as it will be important later. Now, his mother, Eugenia, served as regent uh, until he would resume full control uh, on his 18th birthday, uh, that being March 26th of 1872. Now, unlike the last uh, last empress regent, uh, she did not have any significant policy impacts. Uh, She did not make any strong ties or strong relations with anyone. Now, Eugene himself uh, was a very headstrong young man. He, while he did have a good formal education, his desire and strength was, as we previously mentioned, to build up uh, the military legacy of his family, a legacy that, if you've been paying attention, has been, for the most part, rather lacking when it comes to uh, everyone's sense Napoleon the first I mean you could even argue Napoleon the second had some success in Italy uh, the, there hasn't really been any major pushes now France had been uh expanding into modern day Algeria, and uh, this uh This was going on much in the background of everything else that has been going on, Uh, but it wasn't a particularly important thing until now. Now, this, as Eugene wanted to push uh, to expand the French colony in Algeria, trying to secure the coast, Now this would lead to a dispute with uh, his cousin Jerome, who wanted to focus on improving relations uh, with Britain uh, in order to build up that relationship to serve as a counter to the growing strength of the now German Empire. And he saw limiting French expansion in Africa as a potential bargaining chip with the longtime rival. Now, this would lead to uh, Napoleon's uh, son, Eugene. I should apologize. There are too many Napoleons in this dynasty. Uh, Eugene I, uh, the beef would get so heavy and heated that he would actually change the line of succession uh, by imperial decree and remove uh, his, his cousin, Jerome, from the line of succession. Now, this was extremely important because at this time, Jerome was the heir to the throne. And by removing him, his eldest son, Victor, uh, was set to inherit the throne now. Now, Jerome began to fear for his life uh, as he worried that the retaliation would be to uh, not just remove him from the line of succession, but remove him as a voice of opposition uh, as well and he would flee into exile to London uh, where he would live out the rest of his life and he would grow to despise his eldest son uh, Victor as Victor sided with Eugene I uh But not all was uh, family drama with Eugene. There were talks of the young emperor uh, marrying, actually, uh, into the British royal house. Something that would have been thought completely untenable uh, when the Bonaparte first took power uh, as... His potential match was Queen Victoria's youngest daughter Beatrice Beatrice. Uh, now these discussions would last um for the next several years starting in eighteen seventy three and lasting until june first of eighteen seventy nine. Now you may wonder why such an exact date for the end of these negotiations. Well, that ties back in to the colonial, the colonization expansion, colonial expansion. There we go. The colonial expansion uh, in Algeria oh, to prove his military Capability, the uh, young emperor was uh, personally leading uh, the troops in Algeria, uh, trying to confirm and solidify French control over the Algerian coast. This uh, would be a relatively unsuccessful trip in large part because on June 1st uh, in the early morning the emperor decided to take a small group of, uh, of men to scout the territory ahead going against the advice uh, of his more uh, experienced generals who thought Young emperor should stay back in case there were any ambushes. Their words would would prove to be almost prophetic, uh, as the young emperor was ambushed uh, by a group of experience uh, of Algerian scouts. Now. He and his men were greatly outnumbered, uh, nearly, nearly four to one, and so they tried to retreat, and as they had settled down, you know, kind of building a, a fire uh, and making notes of the terrain, uh, they would try to rush back to their horses, And unfortunately for the young emperor, his force would get spooked before he could fully mount it. He had only partially uh, gotten into the saddle, and his leg would get twisted, and he would be dragged for about a hundred meters before uh, he got his leg loose. But the leg would also, unfortunately, be trampled by the panicked horse. Now, uh, this did not stop the young emperor from trying to stand up for himself, trying to defend himself uh, as he started uh, shooting, emptying his pistol but not hitting a single uh, Algerian uh, before he would eventually uh, be shot dead himself. Uh, and his body uh, would unfortunately not be recovered until June 3rd, as uh, the death of the emperor uh, was something that they were trying to avoid finding out bad news, as the men who had gone with him would be punished for their cowardice, for leaving the emperor behind and not dying by his side. Now, this would lead to a bit of a succession crisis. uh, As uh, when Eugene I was confirmed dead, the crowd in uh, Paris, the royal court, would proclaim... Napoleon, the fourth emperor of the French, the the regal name his cousin Victor took. However, uh, Jerome would proclaim himself Jerome the Second and would receive the backing of the British. Now, this would be the last nail in the coffin for. Bonapartist relations with the British. Uh, this would lead to uh, the alliance structure that we will uh, look at in the future. Uh, that would eventually help. Would eventually lead a play a part in the fronts of the great. War. Uh, now, there would be uh, factions, obviously, who supported each monarch. The supporters of uh, Napoleon the would call were called Victorists uh, after the emperor's uh, common name before he took the throne, uh, and they would also often joke that they had been victorious viewed themselves as the true uh, line, and they had their candidate on the throne. Uh, supporters of Jerome II were called Jeromeists and recognized Napoleon IV's younger brother, Louis, uh, as his father's uh, true heir, as Jerome had really, uh, with the relations that had soured with his son had uh, disowned him and declared uh, Victor, now Napoleon IV, the Fourth, the uh, removed from the line of succession. Uh, but next time we will begin to look at the reign of Napoleon the Fourth. And as we begin to set the stage um, for one of the last wars that would be fought between the British and the French... Thank you for listening to the Alternate History Class Podcast. If you'd like to give any feedback you have, feel free to reach out via Twitter at pod or email the show at class at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the show on your preferred podcasting platform so you don't miss an episode when it goes live. If you are able If you want to help the show financially, you can support the show on Patreon. Just search for Alternate History Class, or use the link in the description of this episode. If you can't support the show financially, that's fine. Feel free to share the show with someone you think will enjoy it. And finally, thank you for your most important contribution, your time. And I'll see you next time as we journey down the path, not